Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. to hear it sometimes pure without the montage is that the audio just my camera who cares nobody wants to see me listen to the rock and roll I'm more convinced than ever that that is a Knopfler bass that he is playing Matthew Sweet welcome to the Burn Barrel Podcast Alice has been knocked off, uh, almost knocked off the air a little bit, and I have uh, something's unplugged. The dog just walked out and ripped something out. Meanwhile, I heard a noise of a kid flying upstairs. And we've got, we're double booked for baseball uh, the, today. I had uh, a full 26 minutes of Tom Shattuck time, uh, but I'm not complaining. It's fine. It's fine. I do consider it worse than the revolution, no, the Civil War. What I had to go through today, all this time, all of this time, no love and affection. So, um, okay, so we have we've been rushing since uh, the, the, I was in the morning sh- uh, the morning show. I was on my show, WTIC. Alice was on with Jerry. She then had to go get chicken food and kid food, and I had to go crush abs at the gym and rush back here. And so we were a little pressed, but. Uh, it doesn't matter. So they just didn't have time to grab the usual audio. I, get, I think everything, all the big audio is stuff we played last night, isn't it? Was there anything new? You sent me some sake today, but you can play those straight oh, from Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Jen Saki, we're talking about Cuba. This is what he, like, she's answering questions from Peter Ducey, and she, she owns him again. <laughs> Saki bomb. Yeah, right. In other words, um, she answers badly and is needlessly, um, you know, unhelpful with questions where she could, she, they shouldn't be tough. Um, so let's start, uh, let's see, let's see, Ducey with, um, on the Cuba question to start with. We- and so don't we know that the reason people want to leave Cuba is because they don't like communism? We- and so as you're trying to figure out, like, what the processes are uh, for these people who want to leave Cuba, just... Well, well I'm not sure what your question is. You guys Why are people leaving Cuba, or what is the process for them getting here? I can explain either of them, but you tell me. Sure, yeah. Do you think? And that's on the heels, by the way, of um, of uh, Mayorkas saying this. Allow me to be clear: if you take to the sea, you will not come 
to the United States. Telling Cubans not to uh, go in the drink on the way to um, the USA. That people are leaving Cuba because they don't like communism. I think we've been pretty clear that we think people are leaving Cuba or not leaving Cuba or protesting in the streets all as well because uh, they are opposed to the oppression, to the mismanagement of the government in the country. And we certainly support their right to protest. We support uh, their... The take here is that she doesn't want to... How hard is it to call out communism? Right, she doesn't want anything to do with that. First, to speak out against their treatment in Cuba. I will say separately, an important question is also what happens when people are seeking uh, protection or what happens when they are uh, attempting to flee. Uh, In the past, as I noted, we've had several humanitarian programs, such as family reunification parole programs for both Haiti and Cuba. Those were policies or uh, processes that were in place prior to the Trump administration. Those have not been turned back on, as Secretary Mayorkas said yesterday. He also said we're assessing the status of those parole programs. Uh, Haitian and Cuban nationals in the United States with a fear of return for, for, to their home countries may be eligible for protection, such as asylum under U.S. law. Haitian nationals already in the United States may be eligible for temporary protected status. But migrants uh, interdicted in the Caribbean who manifest a fear are referred to USCIS for a protection screening. That's what happens. Those who do not manifest Ooh, a fear or who are not... Com- cold and cruel to me. Mm. What is that? CIS stuff. Eh. Uh, what you're proposing or what the president's proposing here does not sound like it's in keeping with American tradition when it comes to immigration. The Statue of Liberty says, give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses, yearning to breathe free. All right. Uh, so apparently that no longer applies. Found to have a credible fear following the screening are repatriated to their country of origin. Those found to have a well-founded fear of persecution or torture are not brought to the United States. They are refused to a th- referred to a third country for resettlement. I'm sharing all of that with you so people understand what the process is. When they're- Do you understand that? Uh, I don't I understand. Think- I heard that people who don't pass are repatriated to the country of their origin. Sounds- uh, that sounds a lot like Sending people home. Right. And if I were a Cuban, I would have further questions about that. Trying to make what a treacherous journey is and a challenging journey where people can lose their lives. But certainly, we have said many times, and I will reiterate here, that we support uh, not not just the uh, the role of, peace, of protest and peaceful protest. We stand with the Cuban people and their call for pre- freedom from both the pandemic and from decades of repression. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so far... Uh, Nothing. Let's see what else we got. About voting rights and these Texas lawmakers who have come to Washington, mm-hmm. do you know any of uh, any examples from his 36 years in the Senate that Joe Biden just hopped on a train and left town to avoid a vote that he knew he was going to lose? It's a cute question, no doubt. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. it is a, a bleep-eating grin kind of question, but, you know, still, sometimes All's you put fair. it... All's yeah. fair. <laughs> Welcome back. Um, (laughs) Look, I think that the president's view is that um, these Texas legislators uh, were making a statement uh, through action uh, in opposition to efforts in their state to oppose restrictions on people's fundamental rights and their rights to vote in their state. That is why they departed. 
the, pre the vice president uh, met with these legislators yesterday, uh, and the vice president and the president, I should say, certainly applauds uh, their actions and their outspoken uh, opposition to states uh, to efforts to put in place restrictive measures in their state. And maybe it is funny to think about it that way, but the president is talking about this as the most serious assault on our I don't, democracy. I don't think anything about I don't think anything about this is funny. I think uh, what is important to note, though, here is that there are 28 states, including Texas where there are laws uh, in place or in process to make it harder to vote. And it requires uh, bold action. It requires bold voices to speak out against that and make sure people understand <laughs> their rights. That's exactly what's happening here. So does the candidate, uh, who's now president, who told people he was going, he knew how to make deals with Republicans, he's meeting with Republicans today, does he think that the best way to prevent something bad from happening, that he thinks is bad from happening in Texas, is for these lawmakers to be hiding out in a different state or for them to go back and sit down at the table? The president fundamentally believes you should work together in areas where you can find agreement, as he is on the bipartisan infrastructure framework that is going to help rebuild roads and rails and bridges around our country. Right. And also that you should be outspoken where you have concerns about affronts to democracy. That's what he did yesterday. And that's, that's what he did yesterday. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. exactly what he did yesterday. Saying one of the most, maybe the most divisive thing I've ever heard any president ever say. I've said it before. We're facing the most significant test of our democracy since the Civil War. That's not hyperbole. Since the Civil War. <laughs> The Confederates back then never breached the Capitol. I can't. Oh, God. I can't. No, nope. not doing it anymore, Alice. Not doing it anymore. I'm going to a happy place today, and I'm taking the burn barrelers with us and the shatheads with us. Okay. And the barrel. Brigadiers and the barrel rollers. Barrel, barrel rollers with us. Dateline, um, um, uh, Dateline, Farmington, Connecticut. <clears throat> this is from the Hartford Current, the old gray lady of Connecticut. So not only this is this a serious news article, mm -hmm. but Feinberg just sent me a picture of the actual print page. This is on the front page of oh, the wow. Hartford Current. In other words, this is a serious, major, and important hard news story. The annual Tunxis Hose Company's Carnival in Farmington was packed this past weekend with people eager for fried dough, kitty rides, and other familiar joys of summer absent during the pandemic. But for some, it just wasn't the fun they'd expected. Uh-oh. The bitter political divisions that have gripped the United States in recent years made for an unpleasant experience for several fairgoers who left complaining about Trump flags, the lack of masks, even among food handlers, and alleged harassment of a young man carrying a pride banner. Now, let's just, there's two things to talk about this. One, if these people do exist, what absolute wussies, sissies, and betas these are. But let's just talk about the journalism part of this. This is a hard news piece. Mm -hmm. this, this is not the lead. But this is bringing the goods. This is the supply truck full of showing you the inventory of what we have here. It made for an unpleasant experience. Unpleasant experience. <laughs> My goodness. You know what? I bet you several people had unpleasant experiences at the fair. One time I, I, I was at a fair 
on the ride, the swing that goes around and around, and I threw up. And then I had to <laughs> change my shirt, and I had to show everybody my fat when I did it. And that day was a very unpleasant experience for me. <laughs> I don't know that it was picked up by the papers, but it was an unpleasant experience. Unpleasant experience. So it's the political, the bitter political divisions that have gripped the United States in recent years made for an unpleasant experience for several fairgoers. Several, not just one or two. <clears throat> several fairgoers. So not a dozens of fairgoers, not more than, not a half dozen fairgoers. Several fair, just take our word, several fair goers. Mm -hmm. So now you know it's newsworthy. Absolutely. Who left complaining about Trump flags, the last, lack of masks even among food handlers, and alleged harassment of a young man carrying a pride banner. Alleged harassment of a young man carrying a pride banner. Well, so... Uh, We've got to talk to a nonpartisan, neutral, random fairgoer, and they do. <laughs> Quote, it was uncomfortable. I was shocked to see the town would think it's okay to have vendors that clearly aren't bipartisan. <laughs> Are vendors partisan, bipartisan, or anything They have to in be bipart bipartisan. Not, yes. But I don't understand what that even means mm -hmm. in this context, because... <clears throat> Vendors aren't divided into political parties. Vendors just no, sell stuff. No, they have to be bipartisan. Like a oh. law is bipartisan if like legislators oh. from both parties support it. Or like... <laughs> you would think that maybe in their normal course How is of, a vendor bipartisan? <laughs> you would think that maybe in their more normal, core, uh, normal uh, course of business, they wouldn't have the opportunity to be bar bipartisan, <laughs> mostly because they're printing t-shirts and flags and things like that. And that they don't have to follow the parliamentary procedure and reach across the aisle because they don't live in a universe where there are aisles. Right. Who's the vendor majority leader of the fair vendors? I don't know. It. I mean, so what are they proposing? Like a fairness doctrine for vendors? If you sell Trump flags, you have to sell Joe Biden flags. Well, no, well. I don't think it works like that. I mean, if you <laughs> sell Trump flags, then... Well, they said bipartisan, not nonpartisan. Yeah, but... Trump is not a normal political party. Trump is white supremacist. So <laughs> I was shocked to see that the town would think it's okay to have vendors that clearly aren't bipartisan. <laughs> Imagine the application process. With which political party do you identify? Neither. They definitely both. chose to side with Trump, said Karen Prescott. Of course, she's Karen, K-E-R-E-N. She can't be Karen. Said Karen, I bet you, I wouldn't be shocked if... Isn't K-A-R-E-N how Karen is spelled? No, this is K-E-R-E-N. Oh, okay. Although I wouldn't be shocked if mm -hmm. the current changed the the name. Because right. of the whole Karen thing happening. I just wouldn't put past anybody to do anything anymore. Hello? Okay, I'm still there. Um, th They definitely chose to side with Trump, said Karen Prescott. A social justice activist and founder of Power Up Connecticut. Oh. If it had just been me, I would have turned around and left. My kids wanted to enjoy the rides, but we just kept scanning the crowd. It didn't feel safe. There's a lot going on right there. <laughs> so 
the random person from the from the uh, fair, the carnival that they found, happened to be a professional social justice activist in this big Connecticut activist thing. And then she said she was so shocked by all this, the not the the fact that the vendors were partisans, mm-hmm. that she said if it had just been me, I would have turned around and left. But my kids wanted to enjoy the rides. Oh, well, how are you going to oppose fascism, Karen, if you can't even leave just because your kids are enjoying the ride? She says it didn't feel safe. Well, then rides or not, I think it's time to vamoose, right? Yeah, if you're that concerned about it. It didn't didn't feel safe. And just, she says, uh, I would have turned and left. I was so afraid I would have turned and left. But the kids were on the tilt-a-whirl, so, I mean, what can you do? (laughs) There's a a constitutional carve-out when the kids are on the tilt-a-whirl that you can't leave. Even if there are uh, partisan vendors around. (laughs) Partisan vendors. My kids wanted to enjoy the rides. And then it's so funny how she qualifies it. But we just kept scanning the crowd. It didn't feel safe. How about this? How about you don't be a creepy person who's just scanning the crowd? You have some miserable freaking moon bat there scanning the crowd. Look at the Trump voters. There's gads and flags. There's all sorts of... Who scan? Why are you scanning people? How come they get to do that? How come whenever like it's the same thing of when people when we were when I ever go to a store with one of the kids and be ten foot away, they'd suddenly mm-hmm. be all over my kid, and like saying, "Oh, honey, who are you with? Were you supposed to be here?" And I would say, "No, it's my daughter. She's fine. She's right there. She's fine." Well, your mother, her mother should know, or she could get kidnapped. Whatever. It's like, stop being around. Stop scanning my kid, looking around and scanning people. How's that acceptable? Can I go to, uh, right now, Alice, can I go to Singing Beach and go uh, scan the girls in bikinis to make sure they're socially distanced? Is that okay? I'm simply scanning out of uh, health and safety. Frig scans, people. Okay, now back to the uh, Hartford Current. After two days of complaints circulating on Facebook about the Unionville Carnival and a separate fair in North Stonington, Maria Roselle... Now, Alice, Mm -hmm. Maria Roselle, random carnival goer as well. Okay. Can you imagine what she does for a living? Um, she's a greengrocer. Incorrect. She happens to be a social justice activist and member of Power Up Connecticut. (laughs) What are the odds? (laughs) Maybe they Dude. have maybe they have a lot of employees. Maybe they're a and, huge company with lots and, and lots of employees. The Hartford Current is so so thorough in its journalism that they go for two random carnival goers, and they've got two organized social justice activists that they pick. So I wonder then what Maria Roselle will feel about this. Any chance she's scanning the crowd? Maria Rizal, a member of Power Up Connecticut, is promoting an online campaign to ban, quote, all symbols of hate and white supremacy, including the Confederate flag from Connecticut fairs, including but not limited to. Mm. Here we go. This is what Maria Rosell has to say, and this is too good. She says, several black and brown people left recent Connecticut fairs where these symbols were present due to threats fear of safety, and traumatic experiences. Well, well, that's something. Seems to me that's something we follow up on. 
So, uh, by the way, several black and brown, the, in the paper, they've got black and brown, but brown now gets a capital B, too. Just so you know. That's, oh, it's they been, do, too? It's been knighted now, too. Yep. Several black and brown people left recent Connecticut fairs where these symbols were president, present. Due to threats, fear, and safety of traumatic experiences, um, Roselle wrote in a letter on Facebook that she intends as a template that others can send to fair and festival organizations in their communities. So she's written the letter for you. you. Just copy and paste it and write it so that you can get uh, toss all the uh, partisan vendors. She says she goes on now. This now at this point is the Hartford Current, the paper of record in in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Now simply printing word for word her Facebook post. While these symbols, Confederate flag, thin blue line flag, etc may not qualify to some as traumatizing or hate-filled, they do indeed cause traumatizing and triggering visceral reactions for many, she wrote. A p- <laughs> so now, Alice, they had some random people uh, post a bunch of photos of booths um, with, Connecticut fl- con- with Confederate flags, mm-hmm. with thin blue line flags, and with Trump flags, at the North Stonington Fair, um, do you can you um, imagine uh, who the random poster of these pictures were of these various fairs? Um, I assume just like mother of three on the community Facebook page. No, no. Oddly enough, these were a Power Up Connecticut supporter posted the photos. Oh, so a a a supporter of the social justice activist group posted photos. That showed Connecticut flags alongside thin blue line flags and Trump flags at North Stonington Fair. I'm I'm scanning around North Stonington Fair. Wait, I think I see one. Let me make sure I get a picture. Which also led to the online campaign. How about how come these people can't just enjoy a fing fair? <laughs> Go to a fair. You can drink all sorts of fun drinks and, and cotton candy, and you can go on rides, and you can throw balls, uh, you know, at uh, at little bowling pins and try to win crappy, oddly neon green stuffed animals. No, because somebody somewhere in your vicinity might be allowed to buy a flag you disagree with from somebody. How can you enjoy anything if somebody out there is getting a flag that you don't like? You even can't though, just even, eat your cotton candy and go on. You can't even do though it. it's not going to fly in your house. You'll probably never see that flag again. <laughs> no, it's you can't. just that it exists. You can't just go on rides and enjoy your day, knowing, knowing that you know at this venue someone has the capability of buying a thin blue line flag. You can't just eat your fried dough in peace, knowing something like that is out there. How how can you go on? How can you go on? Next thing you know, somebody might say all lives matter somewhere on Earth, and like, and you might not even know about it, but they'll be saying it out there. Like, how can you just live your life day to day knowing that is going on? Well, it's not limited to that town, Alice. Last year, a, a a community full of people got together in Middlefield. And started a petition to um, to change to cause to force the Durham Fair to ban the kinetic Confederate flag and related souvenirs. Um, any um, any chance you could dare to try to describe 
uh, this group of people from the community in Middlefield? Um, maybe, are they Mary Kay ladies? Very close, Alice. They are the Middlefield and Durham racial justice team <laughs> doing this. Who put up the petition calling on the Durham Fair to ban the Confederate flag and related souvenirs. The petition now has thousands of signatures. Fair organizers did not respond to an email sent Tuesday from the current. Nobody, uh, uh, by the way, are we shocked that the uh, email info at Durham Fair doesn't go to a person? Nobody reported Confederate symbols at the Tunxis Hose Company's carnival. But Prescott, who's our first random social justice <laughs> activist, but listen to this. This is the one that made me think today that I'd talk about this maybe for four hours. This is my favorite sentence of any in a newspaper. This is excellent. This is something, let, let me tell you something. Mm -hmm. When I worked at the big tabloid in Boston, you know, and we had my, the um, editor in chief mm -hmm. and the old guard editors. Mm -hmm. really good tabloid editors. If I had written this and submitted this paragraph to them, I would have been held down on my desk and they would have sawed my skull off with a bone saw. They would have then distributed my giblets around the newsroom for each person eat raw and <laughs> put my blood in 13 goblets and they would have uh, toasted my death over... <laughs> my uh, room temperature body. <laughs> okay. okay. Here's the, this is the best paragraph. Okay. I guess it's a sentence, but it's in its own little block. Does that count as a paragraph? That's a paragraph. Okay. Nobody reported Confederate symbols at the Tunxis Hose Company's carnival, but Prescott and others were taken aback by a vendor near the entrance selling Trump 2024. <laughs> Thin blue line and Gadsden flags. Alice, what was the harm done to the people? Prescott and others, the social justice activists and others, others just take our word for it. Others, what effect? What happened to them as a result of seeing the uh, the Trump stuff selling near the entrance that had Trump twenty four thin blue line and Gadsden flags? What was the effect of seeing it? <laughs> they were taken aback. Taken aback. That is the description of the effect of seeing something when there is no effect to say. Do I they not they ever were... drive by anyone who like has a Trump flag? Else, you can't have a news story about a bunch of people, a few people, including professional activists, being taken aback. <laughs> Eat your goldfish. We're going to go soon. If Prescott and others fall into a well, that is a story. If Prescott and others are assaulted, that's a story. If Prescott and others, uh, you know, self-immolate, that's a story. Being taken aback is one not is, is not news speak, and is also doesn't mean anything. Taken aback. So what? So. So so what happened? Did Prescott write this story? Well, the thing is, so you say, okay, okay. So what's the damage? What what's the thing? What's the cause and effect? What's the um? What's that? How did how does uh, Juliet Kayam like to say it? 
What's it? Uh, before boom and after boom? Is that how she says it? So, okay. So the action that happened, the action that happened that's newsworthy, Alice, is a vendor near the entrance selling 20, Trump 2024 thin blue line and Gadsden flags. That's the event that happened. The effect was what? They were taken aback. Sorry, say it again. They were taken aback. Exactly. So nothing happened and there was no reaction. <laughs> That's what this, these people are going with right here. They're going with it. It was extreme. Here's the quote again. Alice. Mm -hmm. It was extremely uncomfortable, disappointing and inappropriate that this was turned into a one-sided political sideshow when it's supposed to be a family-friendly town event. A Farmington resident wrote in the Talk of Farmington group on Facebook. You know, it would really be good if the state's biggest paper talked to somebody about this. Yeah. Rather than copy Send a reporter. This I is hope your front page story. You know, invest a little time. Call up that person who wrote that and get a little more info. Carnival see goers. Which, see which social justice group they work for. Here we go. Listen to this. Carnival goers claimed on social media that a group of young people with pro Trump clothing staged a brief parade. And another said that anti-masks, that uh, that anti-masks group, that's this is a typo in here. Um, and another said that anti-masks group had posted lawn signs in front of some rides. My so goodness. they had to see a sign. Taken aback by they that, had I'm to taken see aback. A sign about yes. not wearing masks. Yes, I, I haven't seen a picture. Two wrote, Alice. Here we go. Two wrote. Two wrote. Else, two wrote mm -hmm. that a man with a pride banner had been told to put it away because pride month was over that sounds like a really bad hate crime i mean i hope they alerted the police this is what was mentioned in the second paragraph alleged harassment of a young man carrying a pride banner oh wow you wait see? i thought pride month is over it is over <laughs> wait <laughs> yeah but they said pride month was over <laughs> wait <laughs> and he was taken aback. Okay? Don't try to uh, minimalize the violence here. Now, well, here, I hope he reported that to the police, that I'm, somebody informed him that Pride Month yes. is over. So that brings us to the 43rd paragraph down. Okay. Police said they got no complaints during the carnival or afterward. And patrol officers assigned to keep watch on the crowd reported no incidents. Hmm. The fire department that hosted the gathering reported no trouble either. So they reached out to the cops and the patrol officers in the fire department, and they actually talked to the paper, actual people, sourced mm -hmm. officials, and they said this didn't happen. We did not receive any complaints of harassment at the carnival. Any complaints would have been directed to the police officers stationed on the grounds for them to handle, said Captain Brian Hunter Jr. of Tungsus Hose Company. So the only time this newspaper gets a quote from somebody on the record goes to completely eliminate the point of the story. Right. The only people on record here say categorically nothing happened. They could have even probably interviewed the vendor who was selling Trump merchandise. Yes. Hunter noted that street vendors are not affiliated with the firefighters or the carnival operator that hired. Instead, they get permits from the town to sell merchandise. More the town let a person get a permit who sells Trump flags? Yes. Yes. 
The only action we take is preventing them from entering the grounds, but we can't prevent them from selling in the street as their permit allows for it, Hunter said in an email. I'm sure if there are any safety or legal concerns with these vendors, the police department would want to deal with them as they deem appropriate. The Firefighters Carnival in the heart of the town's Unionville section has been a community tradition for more than a century and typically draws thousands of residents and visitors for a fireworks show along with the usual staples. The Ferris wheel, snow cone booth, water gun balloon race, cotton candy stand, and more. Last month was supposed to be Tunks' Hose's 126th anniversary, but like every other public gathering, it was canceled. So nobody was surprised that Saturday evening's crowd was enormous was enormous, and the only people we've heard from here are uh, people with who belong to activist groups on Facebook. So nobody was surprised that Saturday evening's crowd was enormous, with a ticket line at times stretching from Union School Yard almost to the Unionville Gazebo. Prescott said it's time for fairs, carnivals, and festivals to ensure everyone feels uh, welcome. This is Prescott. Except Trump voters. Right. People of color, and this is also... People of color in the LGBTQ community should be able to go to family-friendly events and have a good time. But time and again, it is clear that we aren't safe anywhere, she wrote. Wait, what happened to any people of color or LGBTQ? They were taking it back. (laughs) It was clear we aren't safe anywhere because she had scanned everybody. Mm -hmm. Scanned everybody. We aren't safe anywhere. But she, even though she was in peril... The kids were enjoying the tilt or the teacups or whatever, so there was no, there was, couldn't possibly go. So, time and again, it's clear that we aren't safe anywhere. So, there you go. That's what's happening in, we are going to this thing next year, by the way. I want to go and be taken aback. Absolutely. So, that's why I'm happy. I'm in a good mood. That's happening in Connecticut, but it's perfect. I, I am so addicted to this story that, that I may revisit it again on the air tomorrow. It good. makes me. I think we should. Taken aback. Oh, I don't know if I have anything else to say else. I mean, let's see. I get to that. I mean, what can beat that? I think it's time for oh, baseball. Wait, uh, what? hold on. Let me see if is Bethany is Bethany up. I want to hear you to hear Bethany. You interviewed Bethany Mandel today. Yes, retaliation for you being on. Come on, it's not up yet. That's okay. Our listeners, you can find. You should maybe. Oh wait, maybe I can go back and listen. Potentially, you can maybe hear it at WTIC. Hold on, I'm gonna see if I can um, listen live and then listen back to where it was. Stay there. Let's let's listen in. Wait, can I only go back to two p.m.? Can I not go back to? Can I go back to? Oh, how? Let's hit the Tom Shattuck show. It aired ten to two. Oh, ten a.m. Oh. See News Talk ten eighty. Here we go. Wait, wait. Hey, she, so she was uh, on at one. Yeah. So. DJ Chuck. DJ Santo and DJ Sounds Pro- fun. That's the Latin festival. <laughs> Nineteen terms. <laughs> I mean, let's hope this doesn't happen to our. Uh, no, that's a, that's twelve fifty four. What is she on? I'm sure. That's another I, whole topic. One oh six, I think. I've then again after eggs. Seven West. Kids next door, and we're really, we're really best friends because neither. No, it's. She talks about you. Will not come this is to great. Where for are the we? Listeners. Where are we? As a she's now Bethany Mandel. Bethany Mandel, she is a an editor over at Ricochet and contributing writer at Deseret News, and she is a ridiculously nuclear-level awesome mom, and she is a must-follow on Twitter. Bethany, thanks so much for joining us here in WTIC. Hey, thanks so much for having me. So, Bethany, you don't understand what this means. To, to, my, my wife wanted to be in on this interview but couldn't be. 
<laughs> so we've got we've got four kids. Um, the youngest one is three, just about three now, and and um, you have a newborn. I do. You I have, do. I'm nursing him right now. I'm multitasking. <laughs> so you've got five kids. Are they all under ten? Yeah, the oldest one is seven. Okay, a couple of things. We're going to talk about masks and politics and all that stuff. Um, and congratulations on the baby. Thanks. But I, I have a question Come for you. On. And when my when my wife sends me like your tweets to look and check out, and especially if it's something like in or around your house, I always look to see if your house is a disaster area like ours is. Our kids oh, 100%. have hundred percent. Oh, that's so good to know. That is so good to know. I have, we bought a house three years ago. This is a, a beautiful old antique house. It's 300 years old. And there's not one wall that doesn't have crayon on it from one of these kids. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's pretty bad. I mean, everyone always asks me how I do it all. And I'm like, well, if you, if you entered my home, you would find out. I don't do it all. <laughs> That's so good to know. Our best friends were, also have little kids next door. And we're really best friends because neither of us can keep our houses clean and we're comfortable knowing you know that we have that bond together but all right let's get to the meat of this thing okay I, she, she you said at one been, point that she wants to be your friend alice and she wants you to friend her on uh, on uh, well i follow her on twitter so she can follow I'm me sorry, back she, anytime she follows me i'm sorry maybe that's not gonna happen for you <laughs> thank you so much everybody for listening once again we have to run to baseball we'll see you again tomorrow you can follow us on twitter at burn barrel pod uh bethany if you're listening i am at alice shattuck he's at tom shattuck we're also at facebook.com slash burn barrel podcast burn barrel podcast.com burn barrel podcast at gmail.com all those places youtube or tom shattuck's burn barrel give us a follow write a review all the things that you do to keep the show growing Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.